Welcome back to the Garden State Revelry. I'm joined by Jared Smith. My name's Uncle Mike. That's the show. See you next week. Have a good one. <laughs> no, Jared looks like Sam Kill tonight, and every time I look over at him, I can't think. Seriously, he's got his beanie on over his headphones. And <laughs> Come on I, with that wide head. I legit can't look at you. White sway. It's, it's, I do look more like Sway, yeah. I think Sal, since he lost his dreads a couple yeah. years ago now. But, uh, yeah, I got the... Thick. Yeah, but he stretched out all his beanies before he lost <laughs> his dreads, so none of them shits fit right anyway. It's true. Yes, Michael, good to be back here. We're drinking Tito's. Tito's. Let's cheers it. Back on track. Hey. It's, uh, it's episode 66. Episode 66. My least, I was telling Jared before the show, my least favorite number to say in the entire English language. It's a tricky one. 66. 66. It's just bad. 66. It's fine when you just breeze through it and conversationally. 66. Like, yeah, like 66, blah, blah, blah. It was a Mario Lemuse number, 66. Yeah, okay, blah, blah, blah. You move on to the next thing. Yeah. But when you got to say it, like, I've had to do it for work to announce it over a microphone. It's tough. Here tonight, first of all. And then, you know, previously it would come that point in every every dance competition weekend when I was DJing back in the day. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Where I'd have to say it. And it's like, live sounds a little different. It's a little squirrely when you got it amplified. You know, you got a couple thousand watts going Pumping yeah. it out to the crowd. You got that DS or not really there's, on there? Yeah, there's a little. There's always a little bit of feedback from from that from that. So yeah, sixty-six. And and there every once in a while you get caught where it'd be like entry number sixty-six, our sixteen and over category. <laughs> and like oh, I just. I'm, it's a tough number. If somebody walked in on that, they're probably, you know, nobody, who gives a shit, right? But, like, when you but it hear yourself. Help, it doesn't help that you're emceeing a dance competition for teenage girls. Right. So it's. Wearing the tie, but just pulling it out a little <laughs> loose, you know. I've got a fat neck, and it's dance number 66. <laughs> it reminds me of, you know, this really gets my goat, actually. It reminds me of something. Wow. Um, my little sister does this to me all the time. Katie, I know you're out there. I know you're listening. You bitch. What are you doing? <laughs> Every time I go to order espresso, uh-huh. I, I know how to say espresso, right? Like, I know it's espresso with S's. Right. But you do the X. Yeah. And when I'm ordering it from, like, a restaurant or it comes in conversation quickly and I'm not trying to espresso right. sound like a dick when I have to try and pronunciate every letter, I'm just like, oh, give me an espresso. Right. Espresso. It's just a shorter, more compact, manly way to say it. And it doesn't even have to do with manliness, I don't think. It's just easier for me to say it in repetition like that. It's like, the whole nuclear, nuclear kind yeah. of thing. It's like, yeah, I'll have an espresso or a double espresso, please. Right. And then every time I do that, just out of sheer ease, I like. I really only just want to say that because it's easier to say espresso than I'll have an espresso. Yes, please. One double espresso, please. In the middle of my ordering an espresso, <laughs> she'll hit me and go, what did you say? Ooh. And I'm like... Espresso. Change that to a flat white. But she's done it to me so many times now that she'll do it, and I'll go, espresso. I know what it is. I know espresso. She's like, oh, I'm just making sure because she's like. Just it, order 66 espressos next time. <laughs> it, it's her, like, pet peeve when she hears someone says espresso. And I'm like, I know the right way to say it. It's not like I'm, I'm ignorant. I just, it's, who doesn't, who doesn't, 
I mean, espresso, you know? It's so much harder to say. You have to, like, concentrate on saying it. Yeah, and my point would be, Katie, if you're still listening, has oh, the, fuck you, bitch. Has the <laughs> person taking the order ever corrected Jared, or have they just fucking realized exactly what he wanted and then went and got him an espresso, even though he said espresso. Yeah. No, and then the whole point with that is I'm not trying to pile on Katie. No, I think you are. I'm not. It's just my <laughs> argument is is I'm not like an ignoramus. She knows this because she's done it to me a bunch of times now. Right. Where she says it as if I don't know that it's espresso. She's like, what did you say? I'm like, I know it's espresso, but when I'm talking, it's espresso. So the best part about this is <laughs> it's something that you kind of have to do, though. Yeah. Well, a good friend of the show, our quarterly guest, um, and our, our quarterly research project, uh, Greg Shade, mm-hmm. the the use of the word always, he has he has a certain <laughs> way of saying it. That's true. And I will say, I don't like to use these superlatives, but I always correct the way that he says always because he says always. Always. <laughs> Yeah, but that's, like, his thing. He's been doing that forever. But he doesn't, like, it's the same. He knows how to say it, but he just, out of convenience, says always. Always. And it's, uh, there's varying degrees. Yeah. But. Especially when you call him on it. It sounds like multiple things that disappointed a Jewish man. <laughs> like, always. Always. Always and always. Oh, I fell down. I hit my knee. I let out a bunch of always. Yeah, that, this happened oi, and that happened oi. It was a couple of always today. But. I correct him every time out of principle now, mm-hmm. and I don't even correct him. I just, I just, I'm like, ooh, how, how is it? Because he says the word in like normal thought, and just continues talking. I'm like, how often do you do that? Yeah. So you're an overcorrector like Katie. It's it, yeah. I, I gotta say it. It's probably true. The nitpickers of but the I'm world. But I'm cheekier about it. Yeah. I'm cheekier about it. Like I wouldn't do it when if it was if he was ordering at a restaurant. I, I just let it be. Maybe later, like when we got to the table, I'd be like, how's that X? X, X, <laughs> Expresso. Bitch, I wish it was Expresso. <laughs> so much easier to say. But Good the thing thought. with the always with Greg, because he always said, I, I lived with him for a while, so I, I noticed that as well. Yeah. I never corrected him. I just thought it was his funny way of saying that word, always. He always says it that way. Yeah. Ironically enough, we're using that word to explain how many times he says that word. <laughs> <laughs> but when he says it and you call him out, he'll he'll hit you even harder. He'll be like, always. Oh, yeah. He always just comes back harder. Like, what'd you say, Greg? Always? He's like, always. <laughs> Which is what I appreciate about that man. Right, yeah. He's a good boy. <laughs> he's a good boy. But listen for it next time he's on the show, if you're listening now. Always. He, if, I'll, ch- I'll hopefully remember to coax him into a lot of these superlative situations. Yeah, but that's dangerous because for the people who, who do listen a lot, I feel like that's opening the door to calling us out on the shit that we say all the time accidentally. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe we should talk a little bit about that, where I've been trying to not say like oh, and other positives that are just brief stops in thought. That's my, my my thing is like, it's just a mental. See, you almost, you were describing it there, but you could have taken that out of context and that would have been you saying like to yeah, get get past your, your thoughts. Yeah. It's in an effort to try and say things correctly. That's how I always feel about when I'm saying it. And then I get a little tipsy and the likes just yeah, and they it's, start flowing. It's also a, uh, especially on the microphones when we're talking and we're trying to keep up conversation and we're trying to 
fill space without having like mental lapse gaps. Right. You just did. I feel like it. Well, that one actually makes sense. That one made sense. Okay. The one before it didn't. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. If, it fills the mental gaps when you're trying to have a conversation continue. It really does, especially when it's just the two of us. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, so like, funny like, because like, I've like, never like. heard you say it when I listen back. I don't, it doesn't bother me. You just did it. I noticed it because we are specifically talking about it. Yeah. But not that it bothered me. It's something a lot of people do. It's... It's, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It's just one of those things. And you, when you think about yourself and doing it and you hear it back, then, you're, I mean, you're going to hear it a million times. Right. But it's yeah. better than like, uh, or like, like, What like, was my like, first one like, I used uh, to do? Freaking. Freaking. Or freaking. Blasty blast. I used to say blasty blast. <laughs> Try not to cuss. <laughs> freaking was the worst one. Yeah. I'll admit that. It was bad. <laughs> just because you went full force with it, you're like, freaking <laughs> crazy, man. Right? It, it, almost, like, it almost makes it chump change. It almost makes whatever happened not fun. Oh, what's up, white bread? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, it was it was fucking awesome or it was freaking awesome? Because that's I'm totally, so- I don't want to do anything that's freaking awesome. You know what really makes me mad? I'm going to go on a Mikey rant and I'm freaking <laughs> PO'd at this guy, okay? Let me tell you something. I'm freaking going to let this guy freaking have it. No, that's a good one. I think your wife pointed that one out. Oh, she gets me every time. She points out all my grays, too. Probably Oof. brought that up before, but. Mm. I pulled a gray out of my beard the other day. Disgusting! It was like two inches long. Can we play that video? I posted it in a group. Can, is there a way to play that video? Yes. I fucking love that video. Did we not play it? I think we I talked think about we it. I think we should play it twice an episode. Okay. We'll play it now. I think we talked about it last episode, but last episode was kind of blurry. Shout out to Josh Heino. Woof. The, the, the Hennessy that he had last episode is still up here, and I, I was, like, so fucking running the other direction from that bottle. I had a little bit. I had a little bit, but I, I, I stayed somewhat composed. I was having fun, but I wasn't as drunk as uh, I sound, which is usually the case. I always sound drunker than I actually am. Huh. But I could hear, I could pinpoint the moment Heino got drunk, which was amazing. Yeah, oh, definitely. He, he was talking perfect, talking fine, explaining shit, and then all of a sudden he just grabbed the microphone and he was talking into it like he was. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. I loved it. <laughs> it was hilarious. But anyway, here's that video that uh, Mike was referencing. Uh, we say disgusting all the time, and it's, it's so in reference to this video. It's so you- good. Two girls trying to make a stupid fucking video in their rooms. And just get blasted when they're trying to make a video for their webcam by their mother, who comes in out of nowhere and just lets them have it. So, heavy, uh, heavy accent. This is bass Yeah, boosted. they're Scots. Is bass oh, boosted going to be bad? No, don't do that. It's on Instagram. I sent it to you on I, Instagram. I got it. I just had to be more more specific. I just typed in disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here it is. Here's the video we were talking about. We talked about it last time, and... We referenced it a lot. It's top class. I'm going to send Cher Lloyd by Cher Lloyd or Rebecca G then. And don't forget all the trouble we got until... Why does somebody not know how to flush a toilet after they've had a shit? That's what I mean. Well, it was fucking one of yours. Disgusting! <laughs> Uh, and the best part is these little girls trying to make this video are, what, six and eight? Yeah, I'd say that's 
Uh, maybe maybe ten. Ten and seven? I feel like you hit the nail on the head with the six-year-old. The girl, yeah, the little girl that doesn't say a word. But I, but I don't know. I also don't have kids, so yeah, we could really be totally at, off. They could be three. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they could. They could be fifteen. I don't know. That's great. Whatever song she's thinking, she's gonna sing. <laughs> like, I'm singing. Just sh- gets into it. <laughs> I'm singing Charlotte, and I think I'm ma- which one is <laughs> disgusting. Forgot to flush the toilet after you've had a shit. <laughs> it wasn't me. Then they just look back at the camera like, oh, no, this whole thing got recorded. Oh, she's botched this video, isn't she? Mm. So good. It was good. That's a I good. love those kids just for that. If I saw them in the street, I'd just scream, disgusting. <laughs> They're probably uh, teenagers now. This is an older looking video. Yeah. Published uh, January 8th, 2014. That's five years ago. Five years ago, almost to the day. And this isn't, I mean, this isn't the original upload, probably. This is probably a repost. Probably not. (laughs) For top comment, the toilet must be like, I can't believe you've done this. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. It's almost as good as Scottish Twitter. Oh, what's this? What's this? What's this? Dude, there has to be a Reddit for this. You've never seen these Scottish Twitter posts where people just post, like, the craziest ways that people say things in Scottish slang? No. Oh. Let's see if we can find some. Plaid. Let's see if Is we can find some. Is it on actual Twitter, or should I Google yeah, it? Yeah, no, it's, well, it's probably not, like, I would I would say that there's probably a subreddit for it. Ooh, That's yeah. probably the best way to find I it. check Reddit? Yeah, I think, I think, um, you'll, you'll definitely find some good stuff on there, but. I, I want to say, like, Jimmy Kimmel does Scottish Twitter check-ins. He might. All those late-night shows do stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you're on Twitter, I guess you find this funny shit, right? You got a whole Twitter team. Scottish Twitter. Scottish people Twitter. Scottish people Twitter. It's just the way everything's spelled. Spice Girl. Let's check this one see if it matches up. If... So, A-V-E, I've just been informed. I've, I've... <laughs> Do you, here, yeah. I'll say it in English, and then you say it in um, Scottish. Okay, and then okay, yours, okay. It'll, try. okay, I'll say it, I'll say it how it's spelled in English. Okay. I've just been informed if ye say Space Ghetto in an American accent, it sounds like Spice Girl in a Scottish accent, and I can stop. <laughs> If just been informed, if you say space skittle in an American accent, it sounds like spice scale in a Scottish accent and a canny stop. Space ghetto. <laughs> okay. That's our first one. Let's try and find another one. I don't know. That one doesn't really make sense to me. Not at all. They None of them do, but it's just the way that it, like, A-V-E, I've, if, I've, <laughs> here, what? Here, how weird is it that ye hardly ever see anyone weigh the same catch as ye? It's just fucking not even words. I don't... It, it doesn't make sense. Why, 
Why'd the folk ask baby stupid shite lit? You're getting big, aren't you? As if the wee cunt's gonna be like, Hey, Moira, you're spot on in the protein. <laughs> I wasn't even a Scottish accent. No, no. But it's funny. No, but it's fucking great. Oh, man. <laughs> Remember the days when you used to drop your phone and the battery would fall out? Now if you drop your phone, your heart falls out your asshole. <laughs> Can he stand when you offer someone a fruit pastille or something like that and they start trying to dictate what color they're having? <laughs> I don't get this is it. fucking crazy. <laughs> Look up Scottish Twitter. It's, it probably doesn't play for the people at home right now. But it's funny as shit because it's just the way that... By the time you diagnose it to figure out what they're actually trying to tell you happened, you just start to realize how crazy it is, the spelling, the everything. It's funny because they all sound like they're screaming. Just got four drinks at the drive-thru and that guy asked, do you want a cup holder? Obviously you do, ya. Fucking reprobate ain't no fucking octopus. <laughs> It's pretty good. It's pretty good. You're going to have to go through and find some gems, I'm assuming. Yeah. Scottish Twitter. Worth a look. But instead of I, they say A. They write the letter A. Yeah. A-Y-E. Ah. I. Yeah. No, A-V-E. Obviously, I do. Uh, A-V-E is like have. I feel like they just drop all their H's. That's fucking nuts. Have you ever? <laughs> yeah. They, they drop a lot of things. Fucking disgusting. You go, you go from English people who are like, you've pronounced it incorrectly. <laughs> to Scots who are just like, what you got there, you fucking... <laughs> it's just, it's just babble. <laughs> oh, you're a real proper cunt, ain't you, Myra? You're a real observant cunt, ain't you, Myra? The fucking protein. Nah, that's good. Scottish Twitter. Yeah. Check it out. Check Aye. it out. Aye. As a Scot myself. I was going to say, you're I'm Scot, interested. right? You're waspy. I'm a, lot, I'm a lot of things. I should probably you, 23 and me and get the I was going to say, I thought you did back. it. No, I want to. Want I, to. I would love, I, all I hear about when people do that is how they get disappointed of what they're not, what they always thought they were. Right. Like, I have a cousin, well, a cousin, her husband, so that when they got married, he became my cousin as well. But, okay. uh. He's him and his whole entire family has always proclaimed that they were like Native American, at least partly. He's got Native American tattoos, and like oh. he's he's like he's always proclaimed like half Irish, half Native American, Irish tattoos, Native American tattoos. Turns out not as Irish as he thought, mm. and then turns out like zero percent Native American. <laughs> and anytime we all bring it up, we always just like kind of make fun of him, but he uh, he doesn't like it. He's the you know him. Uh, I'm sure I do. What's his social security number? Big big guy. Big uh corrections officer guy. Yep, I know him. Yeah. I didn't know he was a correct corrections officer though. Yeah, he's been uh doing that makes that sense. For a long time. His wife likes to yell at me. <laughs> so it's all full circle now. Now I get the yelling. Now I get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So um we got some big things coming up on the show. We got the return of Max. Yes. Milk on stage coming back on the show. And it, it seems like I don't want to count my chickens because there have been a couple flaking incidences in the past. But Timmy P may be back on. Timmy P and Max are returning next week for the next week's show. Lovely. 
I'm locking it in because I got the confirmation text today. There you go. I'm locking it in. That's it's happening. Humped. All right. Well, I'm not as I'm not as 100. percent I'm a 99er. You've been getting flaked on a lot. I understand that. That's a Dude, that's a pure reflection on on recent events. It's it's happened. I think it's the age. I think people are just. Uh, I more just flaky. I don't understand though. It, I would think people would be more apropos about their shit. Like, well, I want to do this and I don't want to do that. Exactly. I, I don't care. I'm not gonna dislike you. You can't do something or you don't want. I don't care if you just straight up don't want to do it. Yeah, sure. That's and flaking is the worst thing I can think. Well, it's not the worst thing I can think of, right? Showing mm-hmm. up with your dick out and shitting on my carpet, putting your balls on the cookies at Christmas. That would be horrible if someone did that. Someone ever done that? Put their balls on the Christmas cookies. As anyone ever, I just put your nerves on the Christmas cookies again. <laughs> Disgusting. Looking at you, Hoover. But yeah, uh, yeah. and you know what? This is what I was going to say about the uh, flaking thing and how you would expect people our age or around our age to actually be better about being vocal or not showing up or RSVPing or whatever. And you guys have always kind of given me flack for this, but this has kind of been my way of dodging that. Hmm. When you guys asked me to do or or commit to things or make plans like way far out, and I've always just been like, well, can't, like I can't give you an answer. Can't Like I've always, I'm never like just, I've never committed fully or like denied fully. Right. I, I always give it a little more time and more thought because I don't want to be, I, I want to say yes to everything basically. Say it. But I don't also want to be the guy that says yes and then flakes. Yeah, you can't flake. So I leave the door open for as long as I can until I can or cannot commit. And here's the thing about flaking. At least flake properly. (laughs) There's people who just flake like, oh, oops. Oops. Didn't show up. Not going to mention it. We're not going to talk about it. You got to bring that up. Yep. And it's like, why? Why do you make it like that? (laughs) <laughs> like if you can't go or you can't do just hey just send the text whatever like just have a fork and say so make, make the call I don't know I mean I get it when you're when, well like I, I don't know I feel like we're at an age we know who we want to hang out with who we don't what we want to do what we don't yeah I'm you know, with you though anymore like, like you know what your responsibilities are what what you can and can't do I'm 100% with you if you're gonna flake just, just say it yeah just, just be like uh, by the way not gonna not gonna make it Yep. It's that simple. It seriously No one's going to hate you for that. No one's going to be no. like, not going to make it. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. But, you know, you keep flaking. Those add up to enough. You, just, you won't notice it, but you ain't going to be in them group texts. And that's how you get a reputation. <laughs> now that's New York. <laughs> All right on. Leaking an alt. Yeah, no, it's just a stupid thing people do. I don't know yeah. why they're afraid to say no to things. Bunch but idiots. if you're gonna not show up to something, just hey, <sighs> by the way, not gonna make it today. And people do this with planned vacations. Like we're trying to set up vacations. <sighs> yeah. Where we need a set amount of people for a set number of price for a mm-hmm. set amount of days. Mm-hmm. Come day of, it's like, Ugh, are you gonna come or not come? Like, yeah. You said you would. Frick right off. And that goes a lot of ways, too. That it goes to, like, you said you were going to come, and then last last minute you don't come, and you were already included in prices and all that shit. That's the worst. That's the best, isn't it? And it's always the people who want all that up front. Like, well, exactly how much is that going to cost? Like, I don't fucking know. Like, I mean, Waiting are you going to fucking show in. up, yeah. Joanne? 
Exactly. What's it going to run, everyone? Well, I'm still waiting on the final number because no one's answering. Are we going to need a mansion or can we rent an <laughs> apartment? I mean, fuck. Yeah, it's crazy. Speaking of long-term plans, I'm trying to do something next New Year's. I'm trying to do a little something. I'm trying to put it together. What are you thinking there, Biggie? Same shit I did this New Year's, sitting on a beach. It's fucking great. So it's disrespectful. I just called you Biggie. <laughs> Biggie? <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to. I was going to say, if you say it's disrespectful. It is a little. I didn't, well, I didn't mean to say Biggie is what I was getting at, but it's going to come off as disrespectful. I was, well, I, now, yeah, because you admitted it. I was going to say, what are you thinking, Big Papa? And then I was like, no, don't say that. For sure uh, don't say that. And so you just stopped and it at Biggie? And then like, what are you thinking, Biggie? Uh, and then I was like, mm, well, that's going to come off like I'm just calling him a Biggie. I'm just going to take it as an insult. I don't know. You but I, I digress. Go on. No, I want to go sit on. I want to go sit on the beach. It was fucking great. Nothing better. Think about That's it. That's a lot for that time of of it's, year. It's it's a lot for that time of year. And the it, way you did it is right because you did is, it with you and your wife. It is, but it's really not. It is if you're trying to organize a group to do that. That's why I'm trying to do it now. Mm, yeah, but it's. Uh, I'm saying it's tough because. Of the the timing of the year and coming off the Christmas um, hangover, rolling into New Year's, half the time it's like, shit, all right, what's what the fuck? All right, Christmas, we finally got that shit done with and over with. Yep. So planning out, like, a New Year's trip is, is really, really tough. It's not, I, again, well, it's it's that weird time of year where... It's really tough. You don't know what you're doing. It It is. Like, I agree. Trying to get everyone together is a difficult thing. But my whole point was, like, when we did it, we're like, you know what? Like, right after Christmas, once everyone's got, like, all their bajillion Christmases out, I can't tell you how many Christmases we did. Christmases? And then you just fucking go the fuck away. It's It's brilliant. Yeah, and it's nice, and it's really nice when you do it with just you and your wife, mm. and you have the means to do it, and you have the vacation days to do it. Mm. All those are big factors in a lot of other people's lives. Well, they're big factors. I get it, but we're not talking about... Like, that's the best part, is, like, around that time of year, it's not that many days. You do it over a little weekend jobby, like... That's the best part about doing it. Some people get all, like, any more businesses are just closing because it's fucking, <laughs> I don't want to use the R word because I know it flames some people up and gets It's riggedy, 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 raw. They get, they get, they get raptured. They get real raptured. But it's silly, you know? I think it's uh, stupid for businesses to pretend like anyone's not phoning it in on December 26th. You know, I get it. If you're revenue based, or if you you have your schedule based business, yeah, you kind of gotta you kind of gotta just roll with the punches there. If you're in the retail sector, yeah, but like you know, desk jobs, yeah, come on. Well, yeah, and I can only speak from experience. I don't, I don't, I don't get off. I work from the twenty sixth to the first, right, straight through, depending on what days they fall on. Right, but next year it's a good one. Christmas is a Wednesday next year. That's terrible. No, that's not terrible because you take two days after Christmas and then you take two days the next week and you have a nice long vacation over a weekend. For four, for four days off, you almost get a week out of it. 
Yeah, but it's a five-day work week, so it's basically a week's worth. But it's not a week's worth. <laughs> That's true. This may be true, but it's also a high-priority vacation pick spot, and it goes by seniority. So you're not guaranteed those picks. And this is getting very uh, technical, but I, I'm just It's saying, getting very personal. Yes, that. And, and I'm all down for the on-location New Year's get-together with a bunch of people. I love that, but maybe not flying to the Caribbean, you know what oh. I mean? Oh, there's no other way to do it. Maybe. <laughs> oh, because everything sucks on New Year's, and nobody wants to commit to anything. Yeah. And that's what that's what it was. That's like what it is. It's like you know, I'm sitting here thinking about it. I'm like, let's just do it now. Let's just have it figured out. Because then it's fucking easy. You know, it's like all right, it's done. It's booked. You make your Christmas plans around it, and then. You're, you have something to look forward to in that weird gap of time. Like, for people who usually have to work, it's so much better than work. Yeah, that's true. But now I'm also yeah, I, I'm also going back to my original point of, like, I think by Christmas, and once Christmas is over, people are just run down. I think mm-hmm. pe- people are just... But that's, that's and then what, to have exactly. to travel after, like, then... You travel, but you travel, it's like... It's really, it's really not that bad. I know. I'm not. I, I would love it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I would love it. I'm just being a curmudgeon about it. I yeah. I can. And I just feel that. like a lot of people would be that way. No, I. And but that's that's why it's like I'm looking into it in a way that's like, there's things you can do that are remarkably inexpensive, and easy, and like just fucking nobody's gonna ask you to do a fucking thing, like, you just if you can travel there. Then the whole entire time you're there, you're just fucking chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's You're being elitist right now, Michael. It's not elitist. You're being elitist. It's not elitist. Oh, you have a you have help. You have help while you're on vacation. <laughs> it's it's yeah, that's how it works. You, <laughs> you know? You're showing your silver spoons right now, sir. It's not it's not anything to do with that. I just think it would be fun to just instead of being at a resort with a bunch of fucking strangers. Like do something a little bit different, you know. While we're all while we're all still able to do it before everyone has kids, and it's there's a whole nother layer to to something like this. And I and agree. It's, and it's inexpensive. It really is inexpensive. And then you just you chill. And like that's the whole thing. It is a like that's what I realized this year is like we've we've traveled for New Year's before. We tr- we decided we were going to travel on New Year's because it's just so hard to get a plan together. Mm-hmm. So we were going to go somewhere. Because we might as well fucking go to Iceland. It's just as hard to get into New York City mm-hmm. on New Year's. So don't do it. By the way, for those yeah. of you not in the uh, if you're close tri-state area, don't ever go to New York City on New Year's. Oh, everyone it's even know, worse every, if you're here. Everyone around here knows that. But yeah. for people who don't, out I understand there, when people are like, "I'm from Michigan. I want to see the ball drop in Times Square." You're like uh, that's that's cool. It's gonna it's gonna be like not what you're expecting. Do you want to shit and piss your pants? Because that's what happens. There's yeah. no toilets, and you can't leave your spot, and you're there for hours. And if you think that the dude who owns like the halal restaurant right there on Times Square is gonna just let you use his toilet just because you're oh, there no. with the other millions of people, oh no. If you if you think, uh, so not gonna let you. So not gonna. If you think where if you. Th- 
if you think that the people wearing diapers all around you are the smartest people in the bunch, you're right. That's that's the best option for you is oh, wearing yeah. a diaper. And if you want to sit in your, your diaper full of piss and shit, and mostly either raining or snowing and cold as shit the whole time, you're going to enjoy that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's do it once. Do it once. Nah, don't even. I, I would take the good advice. You are getting it here. Nah, don't even do it. People do it every year. Never I mean, done it. They just vehemently disagree with us, so whatever, but yeah. Never, ever and, thought about it. And like, you know, like this past year, what we realized is like, it's just fucking, I don't know. People are like, how's your new year? How's your, how's your holidays? How's this? It's, uh, you know, like, uh, it's busy, but it was good. We got to see a lot of friends or family or whatever people did, like. You know, and it's like a long explanation, and, and it's just been like, yeah, you know, we did it right this year. Like, kind of did nothing. Like, yeah. in the best way possible. Like, no snow, no fucking nobody, traffic. Nobody got any snow. And, actually, we got a shitload of rain on New Year's Eve. Did you? Everyone was getting poured on. Oh, disgusting. In New Jersey. It was pouring rain mm. the whole night. Hours and hours Send and hours back. of pouring rain. Then have them take it back. Have them take it back. But yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you, but also it's, I don't know, it's 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 a 50-50 kind it's of thing. I get it, it's tough, but this is like, I was looking into these situations where it's you don't need a ton of people to say yes to be able to do something like fun, like, 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 a, like it's sort of an Airbnb situation. It's almost like a half hotel, half Airbnb situation where you can get a lot of things provided or you can cut some things that you feel like you don't need. It's it's, it's actually pretty cool with, the, with like the setup, you I, know? I don't doubt it. I bet it's awesome. I It's just, it feels like a, like a extra reach. I mean, even, I mean, I'm speaking only from personal level, obviously. Right. Obviously, but I just I just remember thinking back to like working New Year's Eve day and being like over the last like couple of days being everywhere you can imagine and doing all the things you have to do for Christmas and mm-hmm. all that shit. And just but like by the time you reach New Year's Day and you work that day and then, you know, that night, like even something as small as like going out for New Year's Eve, just like a regular New Year's Eve night out, dinner, right. whatever. You're just like, oh, man, I feel like I've been doing this shit for a week. That's kind of, yeah, you're kind of making my point. I'm making your point, but also, like, the whole, like, planning and, and being like, ah, oh, now we got to travel and do all this, and, like, it'll be nice when we get there, but then I'm going to have to travel back. Like, that's where mine would, my, my mind would go, and... Yeah. I, I, yeah. And, I, and there's, there's, no, there's no doubt about that. The thing about it is, it's just really not that bad. Like, you, if you have it set up and you know what you're doing, like, it's a nonstop flight in both directions... Super easy, you know. You, yeah, yeah. I mean, y- people can make the complaint about customs or whatever if you're gonna go to like another country, but uh, it's not as bad as maybe, you know. I'm sure there's horror stories out there, but it's it's really like yeah, well, and it's I a little bet. tedious. And but when you get there, you're like, Pfft. and then when yeah, once you hit hit that beach, I'm sure it's fucking. This is the best idea in the world, right? But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I always think in the pessimist, cynical way, obviously, about anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sal, I I'll, saw I you would, on the X Games. I would have <laughs> I would have fun on the beach, and I would party on New Year's Eve, and then, like, before and after, I know I would be, like, a wreck. Like, ah. Uh, ah. 
So, like, good friend of the show, Josh Green, travels. I guess. Yeah. Who? Uh, Josh Green. Haven't heard from I haven't heard from You've him. never heard no. of him? Never. Never. So, yeah, good friend of the show, Josh Green, is like that when he travels. Or, does, or, or has, like, big life events. Things that have been planned out for a while. He's, like, really, really amped about it. Mm-hmm. But a little nervous that maybe, like, it won't go great. And then, like, wants to make the best of it while he's there. And then, like, even before he's left, he starts to feel like, oh, shit, like, it's over. Yeah, travel. Yeah, it's, like, it's over. We leave tomorrow morning. Oh I can't gosh. even enjoy the last night. Right. I'm, I kind of get that. Yeah. I get that a lot. I think if I had, like, fuck you money and I had fuck you, like, time, mm-hmm. no, no time constraints when it comes to other things and, like, I can take off whatever I want or and shit like that, I would, I would be a different person. I would be more like like that. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I think I don't know. I I mean, I think to some extent, yeah, time for sure. Yeah, time is definitely nice to have. But I mean, that's what I say about the money. It's like it's not that much money. It's really like <clears throat> it's really not like it, when you think about the dumb shit we spend money on in our lives, like. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's, it's it's really not that much. I only say fuck you money because if I had fuck you money, then then I wouldn't have the time constraints. I think that's what I'm getting at with that. Right. So if I have that fuck you money, then I don't have to worry about, like, choosing vacation days or worrying about, like, where I need to be. Every day would just kind of be like, well, oh, yeah, we can do that. Or, oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I don't have to, I don't have to like, fucking calendar it out. Yeah. Right. That's what I mean. It's, it's, it, even if it's not that expensive, that's what I mean when I say fuck you, money. Okay. You heard me? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you want to set the people up with this uh, mysterious radio signals thing? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking, I haven't even, it like, came out today, but since we've been on a, like, a little kick, uh, I haven't even read this article fully, to be honest with you, so I will go over it very quickly. Um... This came from BBC News, well, that's at least the um, article I'm getting this from. I'm sure it's on other articles. BBC News came out today with, uh, Astronomers have revealed details of mysterious signals emanating from a distant galaxy picked up by a telescope in Canada. The precise nature and origin of the blasts of radio waves is unknown. Uh, So they're saying there was 13 fast radio bursts, known as FRBs, uh, with a very unusual repeating signal coming from the same source about 1.5 billion light years away. Billions and billions. So it's really far away. And it's 13 radio bursts in an unusual pattern. And this article came out like four hours ago, so there's not a lot on here. Um, there's a quote from the University of British Columbia that says, knowing that there is another signal Shit. Knowing that there's another suggests that there could be more out there. I don't know what any of this means. The Chime Observatory located in British Columbia consists of four 100-meter-long semi-cylindrical antennas which scan the entire northern sky each day. 100 meters? 100 meters. Wow. Yeah, so it's this repeating... If you see the picture of these things... (sighs) Well, this is just an... uh, (laughs) Uh, artist's rendition of a highly magnetized rotating neutron star. No, I'm talking about these, like, satellite, whatever uh, they, these. Yeah. Very odd. Not what I pictured. 
like monitoring signal from deep space. Very, very weird. Yeah, so they're just, it's it's just radio signals, 13 of them coming in like an unfamiliar pattern. Uh, short, bright flashes of radio waves, which appear to be coming from almost halfway across the universe, as 1.5 billion light years away, like I said before. Right, which is immeasurable, the universe, right? Yes, it's infinite. So It's infinite, as they say. So we don't know, approximately halfway. <laughs> Uh, it's like crazy. I like that. Yeah, it's shit like this. I never, I never fully grasp to the extent of like how profound it actually is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you can't fathom, you can't wrap your head around no. stuff like this. It, it, th- this only reminds me of that great movie from uh, like the '90s with Charlie Sheen. What was that called? It was like he worked in one Top of these. Gun. He worked. No, he worked in one of these. Uh, <laughs> Top Gun. I'm thinking of Hot Shots. <laughs> spinoff of Top Gun. He worked in one of these, like, satellite places where, like, these nerds just sit. And I say nerds in the kindest way. That's just how they depict them. In the 90s, too, yeah. Yeah, they oh, just probably sit in hard, front of these like... screens that are like, beep, 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 beep. And then all of a sudden it's like, and then they go crazy and they throw right. papers all over. They're like, they I think when they put, like, one hand up yeah. to, like, their, their earpiece. They turn the knob on the volume thing and it's like, and they're like, are you getting this? And I'm getting this. Are you writing this down? Is it printing it out? And then that, I, I God, I, like I, I need to look that up. Because it's called I, Apollo 13. I can't, seen I can't go through this whole thing and not remember the name of that movie. Um, it's, uh, yeah. Deep, but it ended up being, nine. it ended up being a really good movie because, like, the aliens, uh, you know. What happened to Charlie Sheen, man? Uh, two and a Half Men, Coke, Tiger AIDS, Brie Olsen. I feel like he was doing the Coke the whole time. Well, yeah. And then Tiger Blood. And then like, he, does Coke just ke- catch up to you? Like, no matter who you are? No, he got AIDS. And he was trying to hide that for a very long time. Wait, he has AIDS? He got AIDS. Yeah, Charlie Sheen had AIDS. He When he came out on, like, his uh, recovery tour. Yeah. He was, like, going around, like, to all the talk shows. And he was like, why was I being so crazy? Like, I was hiding the fact that I had AIDS or HIV. I think it's HIV. Um... And then he was like, yeah, and so I was just doing all the drugs and banging all the... Discovery po- Mars, is that the movie? <laughs> no. Come on now. What year are we in? <laughs> all right, Terminal Velocity. No, it's after that. Okay. Oh, Hot Shots Part 2, what'd I say? Charlie Sheen movie from the 90s. <laughs> Free Money, Five Aces, Being John Malkovich, Rated X. Good Advice, Spin City, Polly Shore's Dead, The Big Bounce, Scary Movie 3. Oh, come on, Charlie. Man. Okay. Um... But yeah, uh, remember he was hanging out with Brie Olsen? She was like living in his house. They were doing all the drugs. When was he had, she? Yeah, when he had HIV. He was like paying them to like live there. I'm just making shit up. Are you? No, no, that was true. That's true. You can look that up. All right, well, let's because this movie, I don't think it had Charlie Sheen in it. It definitely did The Arrival. Ah. 1996's The Arrival. All Dogs Go to Heaven 2. It was still good. Not as good as the first, but still good. Yeah, this the whole movie, The Arrival, was a was it's a goatee in this, and it looks just awful. It's a really good movie. For Is like, it? for a I'll movie, check it out. I'm telling you, I love this movie. I, I watched it multiple I'm times. I'm telling you, I'll check it out. I appreciate that, but uh, yeah, it starts off with like a radio signal, just like this one. Like it's literally the whole plot of the movie, and then like all this crazy shit happens, and then at the huh. end, it's like this big like M Night Shyamalan twist. Ooh. 
before M. Night Shyamalan. What? Yeah, it's pretty good. M. Night Shyamalan's like 12. Yeah, check it out. 96. Check it out. Maybe this is what what did it for him. Probably. Could have been been to to M. Night Shyamalan's credit. What does it get on Rotten Tomatoes? Is that? I got beans, greens, rotten tomatoes. Is that? uh, No? All right. I I know. I don't. the arrival. Just go to RottenTomatoes.com and then uh, check out. It's six point three on IMDb. Okay, not that great. IMDb is a little finicky. I, think. I trust the tomatoes more. You, uh, you pay to play on all these. I think. No. Yeah, yeah. You give me your sixty-four percent. This is one of those ones. I feel like. See, it's not green tomatoes though. Isn't that worse? I don't know. The audience score is a 43% like that. Yeah, but I feel like all these ratings now these days are all from kids. Curmuds. That No, kids that can't appreciate like a 90s, 96 movie. You oh, you mean my wife? Is it like too old for them, you yeah. know? Yeah. They're like, ew, look at the, the CGI. Oh, it's so grainy. Oh, you mean they just created CGI in 1996 and they still have it in there and right. you don't think it's good enough? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's worth a watch. I feel, yeah, I feel like people have trouble with older older movies. I'm gonna fuck like with that. it. Who's that chick that's in it? Um, I feel like me? she she was in a bunch of '90s movies. Terry Polo. Terry Polo. She's from uh, Meet the Parents. No, it's not Terry Polo. It's uh, Lindsay Krause that I'm talking about. Lindsay. Ilana Green. Lindsay Krause. Her picture is actually just Charlie Sheen. I don't know if she has a... Uh... Hmm. No, it's Terry Polo, then. Terry Polo, I think. Yeah. Man, we gone down a 90s hole. 90s hole! <laughs> Give it a shot, even if you don't like 90s The movies. Arrival. The Arrival. <laughs> Give it a shot. There I liked it. There you go. But anyway, with this signal that they just found, back around. <laughs> right. No one's really got an explanation for it, and I think that's why they're getting all the articles about it out. I mean, it's hard, right, isn't it? Because this is another one of those things. I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing this. Like, this very well could be communications from halfway across the universe. I have no idea how this stuff works, a lot like to your point. But also, our tools of measuring things. Yeah. Like, this could be anything. You know, like, it halfway be, across the universe. Could be star farts. Dude, can you imagine they just been listening to queefs? Star queefs? It is weird, though. Like, where does this originate from? What is it What is it actually? Like, what are they actually measuring? I, it's it's way beyond my, my knowledge. I feel like sometimes these things get translated by reporters who are smart, but maybe not, like, in this kind of depth. So then when the article gets written... Some things maybe get quoted more exactly than they were meant when they're said. I've been talking a lot about this lately, how difficult it actually is to understand exactly what someone means. It's difficult. Like, we're probably taken for shit we don't mean or say all the time. 100%. Just just having this out there, if we were allowed to explain ourselves. Like, somebody could be so fuming mad at something we said that they wouldn't even allow us to explain ourselves, even though we might have meant something totally different. Yeah. And you know, and you see this even on a minute level between the two of us. Sometimes I'll text you, mm-hmm. like something funny. You're a terrible texter, though. I'm te- you you know that. Well, that's my point. This yeah. is what I'm getting at. I'm a terrible texter, and I text the same 
every way. Like, if I'm mad, if I'm sad, if I'm glad, or if I'm trying to make a joke, like, I'll sometimes make a joke at you, and then I'll be like, hmm, let me just add that that was a joke to the end of this. I, and I do appreciate it. Because sometimes, sometimes I'm like, what? That was in poor taste, Jared. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> what the freak? <laughs> what the freak, man? Dude, freaking kidding me. But yeah, that happens on global level, too, and... and and especially in reporting, I think this is this article has probably been written 15 times over all the major news outlets, and they probably all say the same thing, but no no one in the station or writing the articles actually knows what they're saying. They're just kind of repeating bullshit. Right, well, and, and like, that's the thing. Like, you got a low-level guy from the space station or the space listening zone, whatever they, they're calling this place, Earth 2019. Well, well, but what is it? the Chime Observatory located in British Columbia? So you get a low-level employee there who maybe heard this signal. And they're like, sure, do the interview because we don't know what it is yet. Just make sure you don't make any false claims, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, yeah, it's probably from like halfway across the universe. Like, <laughs> oh, really? They did They did give us a number on that, 1.5 billion light years away. But that's not in quotes. And that's what I'm saying. Like, the reporter is now taking some of these things and trying to quantify it, trying to relate it to the rest of us to be like, I had a talk with this nerd and he said a lot of things. And he was also maybe a little standoffish. How do you even measure 1.5 billion light years? I know this is going to come off as really uh, um, stupid, (laughs) but... Well, I doubt that that's stupid. I mean, if you're measuring... If you're measuring radio signals, radio waves, they travel at a certain speed. Yeah. So I I assume that it's done by how long it takes the signal to get here. The problem is... They don't know where it originated. Right. So how do they measure the distance? How do CDs work? So, okay, so you (laughs) just put like a... There's a lot of simple, simple. Have you ever stopped and Jared's, thought about Jared's this? Jared's not high moment of the week. I'm yeah. so serious. Have you ever stopped and thought about like the simplest shit, and then just been like, "Oh, I have no idea how that works." Yeah, there's so much shit in this world oh. on a day to day basis. Unbelievable amount. That Unbelievable I'm like, amount. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. How that that dude, the combustion engine, dude, the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Where does it come from? It's just, just <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> Wi-Fi? Charging your phone without a fucking plug? Wireless charging? Yeah, that one really fucks me up. Weird. Weird, right? How the power getting in there? <laughs> Who's paying the electric bill? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. There's a lot of dumb there shit. There are. I mean, yeah, you're a not wrong. A lot of dumb shit. You're I not just wrong. don't know how it works. It's, uh, yeah. And I'm a pretty smart guy. You're, like, hugely intelligent, so... I just feel like you only have so much brain space in your head to like know what you know and know what you think about all the time and and then all the stuff you just have no clue you just kind of like oh well I don't know that so I'm just not not even going to think about how that happens uh, as long as it works right yeah it's I was watching a show on Great American Country Channel last night I don't know if that's you a ever channel that. oh yeah Great American Country Channel uh, flea market flip Ever heard of it? G A C. We watched some clowns. This couple, an absolute clowns, didn't sell a single thing at the flea market. 
pathetic. Hmm. Pathetic. Although I feel like it is a very good show because it's difficult and they change it up on you and it's a profit-based game. It has a lot of elements, you know, a lot of elements. Anyway, Great American Country. It is a channel. They have some great shows on there. They have one called the Barnwood Builders I really like. It's these dudes who, like, take down old barns and then they you re- repurpose the wood for whatever different reasons. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a very specific audience target. Flea the, Market Flip to Barnwood Builders? The whole channel, yeah. I'm saying the whole channel itself. Actually, uh, the next one I'm going to talk about is the Log Cabin Show. Anyway, <laughs> so the Log Cabin guy, um, he builds log cabins. That's what he does, but he's got, he's either, he either takes apart these old barns to do it, or they get custom milled logs, like sawmills. He's never, it's called hewing a log. Mm-hmm. And what they did was they took, um, a an actual basically like a section of a tree mm-hmm. and they were trying to cut it down to square the way that our ancestors did it with the tools that our ancestors used sounds so interesting um <laughs> yeah it's not interesting <laughs> but, i'm sorry go on i'm just kidding but it's like how things work like and then there's these revolutionary ideas and we're living in a time where it's like originally the way that our ancestors did that was they use like a cross cut saw. They like take measurements. They make a bunch of cuts mm-hmm. down to a certain point on like four sides of this, and then they'd start chopping away with a broad axe to take off big chunks of the log so they could make a round log square. Yeah. And then they take this other little tool and just kind of like try and get the saw mark cuts out. <laughs> yeah. to make it smooth and it's just fucking these guys did it they did it it took them fucking hours and hours and then they finally said fuck it we're not going to use a cross cut saw anymore we're going to use a chainsaw and it still took them hours to finish this they were sweating what did the one guy say we're sweating like we're sweating like a couple of go- <laughs> couple of billy goats in a hot pepper field I love them. Uh, oh. They were two super, like, southern or midwestern guys. Very targeted ar- audience on yeah. that. Well, you know what? Yeah, and Oprah that's has fine. a channel. And that's fine. Um, and that's fine. But, uh, yeah, it, it was just what occurred to me here is that it relates back to this. When somebody makes that monumental leap, like, when we discovered flight, it was a simple concept. That took forever and ever, and, and and now you just get on a fucking jet airliner and you don't have to think about anything. Yeah. But I, you know, the more I fly, the more I'm like, so I wonder if like, the, do they have like an auxiliary engine somewhere, like powering this thing? Because I know like, if I was sitting in my car without the engine on this long, like my battery would be in jeopardy. Yeah. And there's like a couple hundred people on this thing, all with their phones plugged in. And yeah, even going. Is back, there like another engine somewhere? How's there Wi-Fi on this plane? Uh, how how t- that work? What are they plugged into? How big is the battery? It goes back to like even the simplest thing, like engines, like the first engine in like the Ford Model T. Yep. I'm like, huh? This push, 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 and then this goes that way, mm-hmm. and then forward. Like who th- who thinks of shit like this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Henry Ford. Originally, originally, the combustion engine, like simple concept, like harnessing energy. Yeah. 
Controlled explosions. And then, you know, like, it was like, okay, well, I want the car to go. I want I want to make something move when I want to make it move. And you would have to, like, wind it up. And then you could get in. And then, like, when you stopped it, you had to wind it back up to start it. And, and so, like, it was a very simple concept. Mm-hmm. I feel like people understood it then. Not everybody, but, like, you could understand a combustion engine at that time. Now, with fucking alternators and all this serpentine belt and air conditioning and all this shit that's going on in your car, like, it's all crammed in this little engine bay, like, uh, God bless people who can take that shit apart, but I feel like you're right. People who can take an engine apart would be like, wait, what do you mean with the radio waves and the signals into space? Like, yeah, because you only have so much brain. Like, the precision of everything nowadays, too, is just, like out of this world like the yeah. the micromillimeters of like precision between robotics and like robots that build other things just like and lasers don't forget the lasers lasers fucking lasers <laughs> she dips beneath the lasers oh that was pretty nice Catherine Zeta Jones <laughs> Catherine Zeta she dips beneath the lasers yeah we're just uh, sounding real dumb right now but yo it's just always on my mind shit like that how does the CD work? I like that. Well, you know what show we need to come back? CDs were less complicated than tapes, I feel like, though. I don't know. Like, how does a, re- a laser read something and then play it? And tapes are the same. Fuck, dude, vinyl still gets me with just the vibrations of the needle. Like, I get it, but I feel like I'm Yeah, but how do you, like, put it on there? That was always what got me about the vinyl. Like, it's like, oh, okay, cool. How, how did you put it there? I don't know. I could understand the needle. It's like, you know, kind of the way, like, the old school uh, spinny things that had the one thing that they would do, and it was kind of like the different Bling, lengths. Bong, bong, yeah, bong. exactly. Yeah, but that's, like, very uh, industrial, and, like, you know where the sound is coming from. Right. Those metal things are making those sounds. Yeah. But with the vinyl, it's like, yeah, I know the needle is going in these grooves, which, one, we don't know how we get them there. Yeah. Two, how do you how do you put music into grooves that do that? And then the needle's going and then, then the vibrations of the needle makes these sounds, right? But it it transforms them into like a, a fake a fake thing like that. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm I'm getting dumber. I'm with it. I'm, I'm with getting you, dumber by the second. Dude, you know, that's why I used to watch back in the day. I used to watch it all the time. How it's boop, made. Boop, whack, whoop. How it's made. <laughs> Workers assemble a. Oh, so good. Those are all Canadian companies, too. Have you ever noticed that? Are they? Yeah. I feel like a lot of these shows are filmed in Canada, man. All those things that they were making were like Canadian versions of whatever. Like it was something you knew, like whatever it was. But Ticonderoga pencils, I mean, that's got to be Canadian, right? For sure. Boom. But I was gonna say that earlier when we were talking about this. I was like, you know what they need? I need I need more how it's made. Yeah. Cause it, well, and even sometimes I'll be watching that show and they'll be like, this is how this is made. And I'll be like, okay, got it, got it. Going through step by step. And then all of a sudden it'll like get to the step and it's like, and then and then it's a CD. And you're yeah. like, wait a second. I missed I missed like the part where it's it's once you get to that advanced whatever. If it's lasers, that was like lasers perform mm-hmm. and you're like, No, 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 no. Oh questions. That's that's the problem. You ever get into like a Wikipedia hole like that? <coughs> where you no. actually try and investigate? Oh, do yourself a favor and do it because you will end up so fucking far from what you tried to figure out. Like just keep clicking the links. Yeah. 
I do that. And then with, be like, I do that oh, with okay, YouTube. All right. I do that with like YouTube ex- explanation videos. Like, yeah, it could be anything from like how to cook this, and then like twenty minutes later, it'd be like how to grow your own blah 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 blah. Right. And like, and that could be anything. That could be like, you know how the the YouTube rabbit holes go. But anyway, they wild. <sighs> they wild. They are fucking wild. Ah. <laughs> <They> wild. <laughs> 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 uh. All right, we wanted to keep this one short. We got yeah, we did, we did, we, we got did. a couple of uh big win for the birds. Yeah, uh, big win for the birds. The birds are yeah. still in it. <laughs> really squeaked that one out, Cody Dude, Parkey. That guy used to kick for the birds. Yes. Okay. Have you seen a bunch of the Instagram videos that came out about Cody Parkey posting on his own Instagram? He was trying to be impressive with how good he could kick a kick. And he, he was, and it was actually him for the pole? <laughs> kicking yeah. at poles. And people say he's trained for this his whole life. Thought that was hilarious. Und, und. He hit two pipes, dude. Yeah. The dunk, you couldn't dunk. miss it. So it, this is how, this is this is what I'm talking about with these theories of like the NFL's rigged or this or that. Like, how could you rig that? You can't. Right. And the fact that it came out later that it was tipped. Right, exactly. It like hugely adds to that. And and these are the types of things where it's like I I tr- trust me, I wish that there was a simple explanation for this, but I think it's the it's the magisterial majesty, absolute salmon upstream. <laughs> beautiful thing about sports. I mean, yeah. unfortunately, we won't, we all want an excuse for when our team gets the shaft, but. I can remember even not so long ago when we were kids, it was like you know, the refs would miss a call, man, you know, mm-hmm. and, you, and you didn't fucking bitch about that. You just played, you know, and if you didn't have any time left in the game, you didn't bitch about what the refs did. You, you talked about the things you could have done better that yeah. would have made you win the game. It, it, it comes down to be better than the other guy. Right. That's what it comes down to. Which is the majesty. And it was an exciting finish, but, I mean, they should have been better. Yeah. They should have been better throughout that game. There it was, was the plenty. ice of all ices if you watch the game. It was Doug, a great ice. Dougie P. It was a great ice. My God, that California beach visor going on, and he just fucking ices the shit out of Cody Parkey. Oh, it was great. It was great. But it was yeah, great. So we live to play another round next week against Under. the Saints. Let's have it again. Let's do it again. Sunday, next Sunday. Should be some more good football next Sunday. Cowboys, Rams. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Saturday. So next weekend, I should say, um, Colts Chiefs, uh, kind of a nothing game for me. Nothing game. I call that my lock of the week: Chiefs over the Colts. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. And I I want okay. I want to say Rams over Cowboys, but I I mushed them last week when we called the lock over the Cowboys last week. The Rams haven't been playing well, man. I I don't know, but it, you know what? I think they're my lock. I think the Rams. Yeah. Money line lock. I'm going to go Chiefs over Colts as the lock of the weekend. I'm interested to see what happens, Chargers-Patriots. I really hope Chargers beat the Patriots. I, I really would hope do. that, too, but I, that's another one where I'm going to go, I think the Patriots come clean out of that one. After after seeing last week's Chargers game. The, that Ravens D, number one in the league. Yeah, true. but Number one in the league. And the Chargers didn't move the ball at all. They just had some great defense. They their defense really showed up, gave them some turnovers. Yeah. And then they kicked a bunch of field goals. That was an ugly game. That was an ugly game. It's terrible. 
if any of the Eagles players are listening, um, Drew Brees is old, man. Yeah. He's had his time in the light. He's he's shown. Just shut him down. Make the big plays. It's going to come down to the big plays. Defensively. Uh, look, I, I agree. The Eagles D's got to step up. I think the biggest thing for the Eagles, though, is you, you can't go and, and, like, do the whole exactly how do we stop New Orleans, blah, blah, blah. I think you, you come in there with a scheme. You stick to it. And Player game. Blitz yeah, you Drew. trust the system. And, and, like, you know what the Eagles did last week that I really liked? They came out there hitting hard. Mm-hmm. They were playing with a little bit of fire. It wasn't. It wasn't ignorant, like over the top. Like I got to celebrate to the camera. It was just like hit them hard. You know, wrap them up, play as clean as possible. I've I've really admired. None of these playoff games have been a ton of flags. No. Some, you know, here and there. There was a dumb penalty by an Eagles player that was huge in the game. Right. But it is part of that fire that you're talking about. So it could be it. it it could be overlooked. It was very dumb, and it was a big play. Yeah. But if that's part of that team fire that we need to win these games and, like, keep it going, just uh, keep it in check, you know? Yeah. Look, New Orleans is going to be a tough out. There's no doubt about that, but it's the playoffs, man. That's what it's about. Yeah. It is what, what it is about. on any given Sunday. So let's, let's yeah, let's hope. We got a big bird gang, big, big game coming up. Let's go Sunday. So, yeah, both of our uh, hockey teams are horrible. Yes. The you, refer, you referred to them accurately as dumpster fires earlier. Dumpster it's... fires. Flyers w- lost their eighth game in a row last night, and they started their seventh goalie of the season. Pathetic. Uh, is that my phone? Is it, is it? It is. You know, I should just answer it. Who is it? Hey, babe, what's up? Hi. You're on the Garden State Revelry. We're talking about how bad the Devils are. Do you have a take on it? Uh, not really. Gotcha. <laughs> but hi. Gotcha hey. again. Yep. Zingja. Well, I'm actually glad that you got me because I just heard that there's a white supremacist group coming to Princeton on Saturday. Have you heard about this, Jer? Yes, there is a uh, a, a planned protest on Saturday in Palmer Square. I've- Okay, well, I thought it was a, a good topic for you to talk about. That's disgusting. Yeah, we don't really yeah. want to shed light on, on these folk. No, no, but but you can go and protest the protest. Yeah, I actually did read a little bit about it, Nick. I'm, I actually am kind of glad you brought it up because I kind of forgot about it because I read the article and I was like, ah, this is stupid. But they they did the same protest, I think, in November on Nassau Street. Um oh. But they're they're going to be in Palmer Square on Saturday, and basically all the articles about it are if you're going to protest a protest, you can, but make sure you do it at a safe distance. Like no one wants violence, and no one wants innocent bystanders to get hurt. Right. Um, the police are yeah. saying that they uh, they want to protect the the freedom of speech for for everyone for both parties, but they're also taking a lot of steps to make sure they're prepared and that everything's organized and that no violence breaks out, which is. Which is best case scenario for something stupid like this? Yeah, I think it sounds ridiculous, but apparently New Jersey has a huge KKK population. Wait, wait, define huge. Uh, I don't know. I it have I overheard it tonight. Come, I don't know. There is a presence. Um, it's in. It's in. I mean, you got to remember a lot of a lot of areas in New Jersey are are isolated and. You've got your your pineys and 
You got a yeah. lot of you got a lot of rural areas. So yes, there's a presence compared to other states. It's not as big and not as outspoken, but yes, it is. Yeah. And I think it's a little bit everywhere. Yeah, we got a wide population of people here. And it's wide a shame. Range. It's a shame. It is. But I thought since the um, Garden State rivalry is based in Princeton, it was very interesting. It is. And, and I don't want to shed light on it because I, I, I don't know. I feel like the only outcomes for these things are like you don't want to give them hype and you don't want to like right. give them juice. But also but you don't you feel like you can also like raise awareness in the opposite direction. Yeah, and, and bring people together be, being like, wow, that's so fucked up. How crazy, like, that's so dumb. It is. And you can build. It is, and I agree with you. And, and there's going to be plenty of anti-protesters there or, like, other side protests. Because, I mean, it is Princeton. Yeah, I'm just, and that's what I'm saying. I'm just so surprised at the town. Well, it's a free like, speech. Where... It's, a, it's a free speech issue. All right. I'd just love well, to see them take. I that, I'd love to see them take their yeah. protest to Trenton. Why? Why are they doing it in Princeton? Yeah. What the hell? Uh, <laughs> good and, luck. Right. Yeah. Take go it down, to the state's capital. Go down to Martin Luther King Boulevard yeah. and have your little free speech project. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad I got to give a, a little insight to yeah. the Garden State. Well, Thanks, event. Nick. We appreciate um, it. Thanks, Boo. Yeah. But uh, love you guys. Have a good rest of your show. Love you. Will you text me whatever you wanted to call me about? Because I'm sure it wasn't um, accidentally ending up on our show. Well, I was just checking in. Um, I assumed your show would be over, but... We're wrapping up. We're wrapping up. All right, we'll take a good picture. Follow us on Instagram. (laughs) Bye. Bye, Nick. Bye, babe. Yeah, she brings up a good point. I mean, I, I I did read about it, and I was like, we should talk about it. And then I was like... Man, I don't give a shit, and I don't want to give light to that kind of situation. I just hope that it doesn't, it doesn't result in violence, especially for bystanders or people not involved in this great town. Because I feel like with all the shit, like, look at Charlottesville. Look at all these other places where these protests are happening. And, like, I think it's people's right to have freedom of speech and protest. Sure. Perfect. But I just feel like every situation nowadays with the way that the anti-protesters or, like, the other side, like, whatever side's doing what and then the other side's answering, mm-hmm. I feel like they've, they've always get out of hand in some in some. You ain't got way. the answers, Sway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> there's always there's always somebody on the other side. Yeah, and I just feel like the, the, um, the anti, Antifa, anti-fascist groups now that are protesting the protests and stuff, mm. and I'm not trying to get political at the moment, but I feel like they're coming back harder than they used to mm. against protests mm. and it's and it's resulting in in more violence which is never good for anyone i just don't understand the white supremacy thing from a just you're not the only people on the earth i don't i don't more like what and it's just like what kind of cultural experience do you have to have to feel like that could possibly be accurate like you have to deny yeah. a lot of things to be in that mindset. I think I think it's I think it's pretty kind of close-minded. I think it's kind of simple-minded. It's weird. And it's even if their sentiment isn't as racial as it's made out to be. I mean, in history we've seen a lot of problems with this and a lot of hate and a lot of killing for no reason. 
But even if the message is as simple as like what they're doing now, their message is, uh, I think their signs are, it's okay to be white. I think that's the new narrative for the white supremacists. That's, no. Yeah, that's their new narrative. Their signs are all, they all say, uh, it's okay to be white. Which if you take that on like a, a granular level and you look at that sentence, it's okay to be white. Yeah, it's okay to be white. That's fine. Well, you don't have a choice. It's okay to be white. That's that's their uh, message uh, now. Yeah, well. But, and it's the same thing as Black Lives Matter. That's their message. In well, that, how long do you think until we get to declare our race? I, I, don't, I don't know. I think the whole race thing is stupid. I just think with the history of this country and every, every all the turmoils that, 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 that the blacks went through in the civil rights wars and then the hate and killings that the, the, the white supremacists um, did, like that's history. They did that. Yeah. You're never going to wipe that from your, your slate if you're going to still try and pure, procure this message, but you're going to try and tone it down to it's okay to be white when you have a history of discrimination slash segregation slash lynching yeah, and killing. Yeah, but this is just like, this is, this. I mean, it's silly. There's no there's no defending this movement. I'm not defending the movement. I, I know you're not. I'm just saying, like, we don't even need to, you're right. We we, sh- we should just kind of leave it yeah. at that. It's happening in Princeton. If you're an asshole, you can go out and stand with them. It is what it is. It's just, I don't know why we're at a level where we have to do these things anymore. I don't know why people are... Going out there to anti-protest. That's the exact opposite of what you need to do to something like that. Yeah, it's something shedding, like that, you just kind of, you just walk right by it. It's shedding light on it. It's, it's kind of amping stop it happening. up more. Yeah. It's going to get more press if the people out there fighting it are fighting it. And then the more the, the two sides fight, the bigger the story is going to be. Yeah. If you want this shit to die, then yes, you need to stop fighting the people that are just, you know, out there screaming their stupid message. And that goes for a lot of things. And that's that. And that's that. And I ain't got the answer, Sway. You ain't got the answer, Sway. But whatever. What else? Do we want anything else? Uh, we touched on Timmy P and Max returning. Y'all, Excited about y'all, that next week. Y'all. Haven't seen Max in a minute. Old bowl of milk, bag of milk. Milk on stage. Milk on stage. Yeah. That's going to be good. Timmy P, he hasn't been on in a very long time, but he's he's a friend of the show. That should be a, a very fun good night. Good friend of the show, yes. And I do want to do a little bit of a preview to that. We're thinking that we are going to all four of us watch the R. Kelly documentary before we record that episode. So we can talk about so it. So we can shed some light onto that. I yeah. feel like we have four similar opinions in a lot of ways. But also four different points of view. That's true. We we've touched on R. Kelly before, but with all this stuff coming out now, especially the doc, we haven't seen. Obviously, we were going to talk about it tonight, but we haven't seen it. So we figured we'll do some research, maybe come with some informed opinions for once. Never, never. Um, real quick before before we close out. Um, obviously, we need to keep pumping our numbers up. We want we want you to follow our Instagram, follow our Instagram, rate and review, rate and review. Uh, everything's at Garden State Revelry. Revelry. Why did we pick the 66. hardest? Why did we pick the hardest name to say when you get drunk? Garden State Revelry. Garden but Man. yeah, uh, just uh, word of mouth, spread our shit. If you like us, give us suggestions, guest options, like pick guests for us, not pick guests for us, uh, suggest guests for us. All that stuff. Get involved. We we love hearing feedback, and we love hearing from the fans. If you're still with us, yeah, we'd love to start a bit of a chat. Yeah, we love chatting. Also, f- 
fan of the show, Sean Carney. I've mentioned him here multiple times. He's been on the show before. He's oh, an artist, yes. artist based out of Princeton, New Jersey. Um, did I close that out? I did. Hold on. Give me a second. Check out Sean Carney. He's going to be at Cerulean Gallery in Philadelphia February 15th. Is it 15th or 16th? Uh, nope. So, yeah. Uh, 16th. Friend of the show who's been on, uh, Sean Carney. He has his next solo exposition is called Nightlife at Cerulean oh, Gallery. Exhibition, bro. Exhibition. <laughs> what did I say? You said exposition. Exhibition. Nightlife. His exhibition is called Nightlife at Cerulean Gallery in Philadelphia on February 16th from 2 to 5 p.m. So uh, anyone who would like to go check out his work, we've talked about it extensively here. Mm -hmm. We've featured some of his work on our Instagram. Yes, we have. And uh, he's a good friend of the show. We're going to try and show up. Yeah. Uh, It looks like we will be able to, so hopefully... We'll make it out there. Yeah, maybe we can get Sean back on to talk about this before then. I think that'd be a nice little quick episode. We keep it tight and, uh, you know, talk about his art, maybe some other art and uh, some some other topical things um, with him. He's he's an interesting guy and a fun guy to talk to and a, and a great artist. I mean, his, his artwork is really cool and it's different because yeah. it's, you know, his medium is wood. He works a lot with a Dremel. Um, and then um, with with wood stains and um, it's really cool. It's it's a it's a living piece of art. Yeah, we talk about him a lot here on the show because we like him, and uh, he's a fan. So yeah, well, uh, he said he wants to come back on. We're gonna try and get him back on before that show, hopefully. And uh, again, if not, it's called Nightlife at Cerulean Gallery in Philadelphia on February sixteenth from two to five. Support the man at Carney Studios on Insta. I think yes. he's at Carney Studios on Twitter too. Mm-hmm. Um, he tweets more than we do, but Absolutely. Um, you know, it, it's um, it's just a it's just a good story, a good guy. Um, this one's on going out and drinking, which is something that's close to home for us. Um, he actually asked us for a little bit of input on on some crazy nights that we may or may not have had, um, and at, and at some different places. So it's 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 a cool series that he's done. I've been watching his Instagram to post about these kinds of things. It's, it's, it's nice. It's yeah. nice to see somebody documenting it. And he's going to hook us up with our with our HD print of Palmer Ooh, Square. Studio. <laughs> when flashy. We, when we make it to that show, he's going to hook us up with an HD print. Tight, tight, tight. Which tight, is tight, awesome. Tight, tight, and tight, I'm, tight. I'm looking forward to it. I've gushed about it before. but President's Day weekend. Cerulean Gallery, Philadelphia. That's it. That's it and that's all, Michael. Big things. Any other shouts? Any other thank yous? Um... Andrew Chulofsky, uh, friend of the show, been on before. We're going to get him back on sometime soon. Yup. Um, we'll call him Successful Andy. Successful Andy. Uh, stay clear of that weather out there, New Jerseyites, this weekend. You never know. Maybe never. it won't snow at all. <laughs> maybe it will. Maybe it won't. But anyway, that's it. All right. I'm going classic tonight for a jam for everybody. Way, way back. I want to shout out Sirius XM for having a Seriously Sinatra channel. And um, for when I was rolling through in my car, all the serious channels, I just went, you know what? Why not? And I heard an old classic that, you know, it's it's off the beaten Sinatra path. And I, I thought maybe I'd, I'd give it to the people. So this is, it happened in Monterey, Ooh. Frank Sinatra. Jersey, New Jersey boy. <laughs> 
Garden State Revelry. I can't hear myself. We'll see you guys next time. It happened in Monterey a long time ago. I met her in Monterey in old Mexico. Stars and steel, guitars and luscious lips as red as wine Broke somebody's heart and I'm afraid that it was mine It happened in Monterey Without thinking twice I left her and threw away the key to paradise my indiscreet heart Longs for the sweetheart That I left in old Monterey I had happened in Monterey A long time ago I met her in Monterey In old Mexico Lips red as wine Broke somebody's heart And I fear that it was mine It happened in Monterey And without thinking twice I left her And I threw away the key to paradise